due to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. We've passed on all we know. A thousand generations live in you now. But this is your fight. Nature doesn't need people. People need nature. So let's, this is the core truth. If we are to survive on this planet, the only home any of us will ever know, for our climate, for our security, for our future, we need nature. Now, more than ever, educate and elect leaders who believe in science and understand the importance of protecting nature. Stop, for God's sake, the denigration of science. Stop giving power to people who don't believe in science, or worse than that, pretend they don't believe in science for their own self-interest. They know who they are. We know who they are. My God, this is terrible. This is the end of my presidency. My God, this is terrible. This is the end of my presidency. My God, this is terrible. This is the end of my presidency. <laughs> Your podcast will fail. It's just a coincidence that you were talking about the Jack and Triumph show and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, guy who makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at smodcast.com and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net. Now, here's Chris Blow and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers, One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And Paul, this is terrible. This is the end of my presidency. I'm fucked. I love, yes, yes. I love that there is government documents out there <laughs> that have Donald Trump saying, this is the end of my presidency. I'm fucked. So as we're recording this, uh, well, on top of everything else that's going on in the world, let's also take a moment to recognize that as we're recording this, I don't know if we're going to release it on the date, but we're recording this one day before the seven-year anniversary of Two Strangers, One Podcast. So a big shout-out to all the long-term listeners. Of, well, a big shout-out to all the new listeners. Um, been seven so that's just years. Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> just Oscar, yeah. And uh, so, I, actually, shit, you know what? I should have checked the email before we, we got the episode started. But, you know... Have you ever heard that adage where they say, like, in seven years, like, every cell in your body, and and then see, and that's actually a lie, because it's not the truth, but they say that of, of all the cells in your body that, like, die and stuff like that and get replaced, yeah, in the course of seven years, all those, all the cells that do die, like, turn over, and other cells take their place, so, in any given part of your life, seven years apart, it's not the same cells in your body, except for things like brain cells and shit. Because once a brain cell is dead, brain cells fuck. Um, so 
you know, I mean, unless you've been huffing paint and killing those fucking brain cells, uh, <laughs> you know. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> What's that? You gonna you're gonna admit us huffing paint? Um, move on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, and uh, also uh, an apology to the listeners for this episode. If you hear like a noise in the background, because uh, this is like the first time we've we've recorded. It shows you how fucking fucked up and shitty the weather is in Rochester because. Like, you know, the weather's on shuffle. <laughs> you know, one day it's cold, one day it's hot. I think of this year of us recording, this is probably the warmest it's been. And where I record, I'm pretty much, I'm very close to a window and my window is open. So if you hear cars drive by, if you're, and that's, that's always been every, every podcast. I've, how many apartments <laughs> have I lived in since we started this podcast? And I've always kind of had my, my computer sort of next to a window and stuff like that. So if you hear like car and it is raining outside right now. So if you hear cars driving by or if you hear the police, just sirens, another episode of two strangers, one yeah. podcast. And that's why I love it. Cause at my job, uh, you know, I have to, you know, part, you know, I'm calling people in a professional capacity and I'm calling from my house and you hear fucking cars outside, you know, my cat's walking by. I'm on the phone. And I hear like, meow, you know, like, shut up. I'm <laughs> on the phone. You fuck, you know, and then, you know, this past week, you know, the kids are off for school. Uh, so my daughter was with me most of the week. She got, she got bored. She goes, I want to go home. So she went, she went to her mom's house. So we give us a chance to, to record today. And also with that, today is good Friday. Cause usually with my job, Fridays are a little more hectic than usual, but it's like yeah. a religious holiday. So things are kind of chilled out. And the whole thing is dude, like since part of my job is just making tons of phone calls and stuff like that, you know, in the typical stereotypical fashion, the, most of the people that I'm talking to on the phones aren't people who celebrate Catholic holidays. <laughs> you know, let's just put it like that. So, um, you know, for, for you know, work for me today was, I mean, it was kind of, kind of chilled because uh, the offices that I work with, a lot of them were closed and stuff like that, but um, are not closed or like in a less capacity. And then, but any any company that I had to call, you know, usually when you're calling like customer service, you you know, you're not talking to someone in the United States, so. Luckily, with work, I was able to, you know, I was still able to get stuff done on Good Friday because I'm calling non-Christian countries. Uh, <laughs> oh, I thought that was going to be funnier than it was. But uh, with that being said, this is the seven-year anniversary of recording this on uh, on April 19th, April 20th. 420, man. 420 is going to be our seven-year anniversary. So I am a whole... New man, I'm not the person I was seven years ago, except for my brain cells, so that's pretty good. <laughs> you definitely aren't. Um, I shaved my beard. <laughs> oh, God. Because I know Oscar, Oscar, the last, and it wasn't because of Oscar. Uh, you know, sort of, things in my life have been sort of getting a little better this past week. Um, I won't go into big, big details, but I, I, I got my hands on a car, so that's... Wait, 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 I'll do this for everybody. <laughs> Yay! It's been it's been a year and five months since I've been without a car, and not for nothing. I think. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> Paul's watching CNN while we're all recording. We'll get to the we'll get to the Mueller report, Paul. Just relax. <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, uh, no. So yeah, I've been. I've Apparently, been... they want to get to the Mueller report. <laughs> they, uh, you know, being without a car for like a like a year and five months, a little less than a year and a half. Like you know, you really learn to get real fucking humble. When it comes to like, you know, trying to take care of your chores and stuff like that. And, you know, you learn to manage your resources. And of course, you know, yes, you know, luckily, you know, where I live or where we live, there's Uber and like stuff like that. And it's good for places like that. You know, where I live, I'm, I'm so centrally located in Rochester that 
Like the the beautiful thing is that whenever I call an Uber, I've never had to wait more than like five minutes. But it is time to. I, I it's one of those deals where I think everybody should go without a car for a little while just to kind of like humble yourself. You know, realize like how fucking you know appreciate. You know, they do say driving is a privilege. Some people fucking take that shit for granted, and not that I ever did. You know, I've always had pieces of shit. You know, the the car I have now, it's a hoopty. I'm not gonna fucking lie, uh, but it really makes you appreciate the freedom of, you know, oh, I can just go and fucking get in this fucking machine and go go somewhere without having to rely on somebody, without having. Hey, to... it means that your car's not gonna get stolen. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. It's the. Uh... Oh yeah, well, I mean, when you're without a car, it is there is a little bit of freedom like that. It was it's been nice for the past year and five months not ha- not having to pay car insurance, not having to pay, not having to go walk into a fucking uh, a mechanic and get fucking bent over the table and fucking have a fucking you know I'm shoving the <laughs> you know the thing they use to, 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 to tighten the wheels on the tire you know you know they bend you over the table and they shove that up your ass every time you walk into a mechanic. It was nice. Oh, that's why that's why you got to have like this. That's why, like, when you see that car shield commercial, you're just like, yeah, I might go get that. I mean, a lot of people have, like, AAA and stuff like that. And for some reason, to me, that's, like, such a fucking luxury. I'm, I'm very, like, I'm like, look, if you're somewhere and your car breaks down, that's it. You're like, you're, 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 it's on you to get fucking home. Um, I, 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 I got AAA. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, I mean, it's good. And, uh, you know, and it's, it's a, it's a good thing to have. But, you know, it's, it's one of those deals where, I've never had it, and it's it's sort of like it's you know if anywhere anywhere I drive anywhere right now it's a gamble <laughs> you know if my fucking car breaks down that's it you got to find a way to get home and at least like you know Uber's been up in Rochester for about two years now just a little less maybe a little more so you know I at least I know like look if shit ever really fucking hits the fan I could take a fucking Uber you know I'm not driving well not out in, in the middle of, the of a snowstorm but yeah <laughs> no they got I mean that, and and let me tell you that's that's another thing I learned is that. With the way snow is and stuff like that, because usually uh, part of my when I have custody of my daughter, you know, I'll the way when my schedule is, I'll get her to school on the days that I have her. And let me tell you, dude, if there's fucking and luckily my daughter's school is close to my house. Luckily, if if there's a day where we got fucking six inches of snow and all that shit, you best believe I'm going to be calling a fucking Uber. Fuck that shit. I'm not, I'm not waking up two hours early, turning on the car, digging my shit out so I could drive my daughter fucking five minutes to school and five minutes to get back. You know, so you guarantee, I guarantee fucking to you that when there's six inches of snow, whatever, I'll pay the fucking 10, 12 bucks it costs to, to, you know, cause it's a round trip to take my daughter to, as of right now, the usual round trip to take my daughter to school and back to my house is like 10 bucks, you know, 12 with tip or whatever. So I've gotten spoiled like that. If there's snow and I got to take care of some shit and I, I don't want to have to fucking dig out my car, I'm fucking calling Uber. I've gotten spoiled. Oh, you lazy little bastard. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know. I may, I may not. Um, okay, Paul. So I guess what, what before your CNN blew up on, on in the background, uh, let's talk about the Mueller report. Came out yesterday. As soon as I was able, like, luckily, I mean, it's all over the internet. You know, there's sites that were hosting, <coughs> you know, uh, I'm not printing up 400 and something pages. I, I'm not going to burn it to a CD. Yeah, fuck that. But if you do have, and just to let people know, I mean, pretty much Adobe, the Adobe PDF Reader, which is a free fucking program, it will read, it will read it to you. And like I spent yesterday, 
I mean, I didn't spend the whole fucking day, but you know, I'm like, I'm like on page 70 right now <laughs> of the Mueller <laughs> report. Cause it just, I mean, I, I, you know, while I'm working and taking care of other things, I have, it's like, it's almost like, you know, listening to an audiobook. uh, you know, except your computer's. Doing wait, 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 you're actually doing research. <gasps> no, I'm, curious. I mean, somebody does research. <gasps> I'm, I'm curious on what the, you know, cause I don't want, I don't, I mean, of course, and that's the whole thing is that there are the redacted parts and stuff, but you know, I don't want to get, I want to get my news from the source. I want to get, you know, I don't want to get any well, kind of slants and because anybody could take a small portion and go, oh, look, look at this and this is this, you know, and that's exactly what like Barr was doing. You know, he's reading little Bart's parts, you know, and, and Bart's parts, Bart, Bart, Bart. It was one of those deals where, and it's exactly like I said, um, it's because Mo, since Mueller didn't get the smoking gun. <laughs> That's why he's not going to go for criminal charges. And it's that's not to say there isn't this fucking mountain of evidence that proves that there was at, at the very least. And once again, I'm like on page 70 right now. So I'm, I'm only like, you know, a little less than a you know fourth of a fifth of the way into the, the whole document. Um, if there wasn't full on collusion, there was definitely Russian interference. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and it's one of those deals where like, even if you want to paint the picture that Trump is a fucking Boy Scout that had nothing to do with this, I still believe that that the Russians and this is my take on it. And I understand the Russians did what they could to get Trump in office because they know they can manipulate. Oh, yeah. you know, it's you know, once again, you know, they might not have been holding hands and he's holding hands with fucking Putin skipping down the street. But I, Putin is the fucking mastermind and he's fucking pulling the strings and he's like, let's get this fucking idiot in office because once we get him in office, we can manipulate him and we could we could cater to his fucking ego. He's very fucking, you know, is very, you know, it's very easy to get close to him and tell him because oh, look at oh, look at the people he surrounds himself with. He surrounds himself with people who kiss his ass, people who will lie for him, people who will fucking cheat for him, people who will intimidate other people on, on his behalf. He surrounds himself with people that will tell him what he wants to hear. And what's not to say one of those people isn't some fucking foreign uh entity isn't some sort of uh plant for the lack of a better word you know someone who's who you know right someone who was bought out someone who was manipulated you know once again not directly dealing with trump but you know hey mr trump you must do wonderful and you're smart and you're the greatest fucking guy hey that's wonderful okay you got a job you know and that person's a fucking an item from another country so let me let me kind of Give everybody the gist of what happened here. So, uh, obstruction, uh, not obstruction of justice, um, collusion. Hmm. Did he collude with the Russians? Uh, it doesn't look like it, but it looks really bad that they, that a campaign went to a different country or was asking a different country to get information on a political opponent. That sets a bad precedence and Honestly, that just made Trump look even worse. Russia, if you're listening, if you can get those emails, you know, he said that shit in fucking public with cameras. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was not, you know, if you're doing that shit in public, what's what's fucking what? So what's going on behind closed doors? And then apparently he paid. Like there were some people that that worked for him. Oh, um, Betsy DeVos's uh, husband. Apparently they went out and tried to excuse me, um, get this information and i'm just sitting there going are you fucking kidding me right now like seriously so and you know the gist of what i got basically was is basically what we already knew because it's all been in the media already they were idiots 
they went into a meeting thinking they were going to get something else. And really the Russians were trying to do something else. So not only do they look stupid, not only do they, did they, did they try to get information from a foreign country and that makes them look bad, but also taking a meeting thinking they were going to get information and they didn't get anything. Mm -hmm. And it was a waste of time. So am I, am I happy that a president of the United States, even though it's Trump didn't collude? Yes. I'm I'm happy that that didn't happen because I mean honestly Chris what do we really want to have a president and like I said last time in the last podcast like it probably would have started a revolution that we don't need here in this country yeah so so then let's move on to obstruction basically the only reason why Mueller didn't charge the president with obstruction is because a sitting president can't be charged by the Justice Department. And literally everything that he's done in public was pretty much part of the 10 things that he put in this report that says this is why he was trying to obstruct justice. And the only reason why he didn't it didn't like go over the hump, so to speak, Mm -hmm. is because the people around him refused to take his orders and do what he's supposed to do. Mm -hmm. So in other words, basically right now, the Congress has a roadmap to impeach this guy now here's the problem and here's i i kind of want them to but at the same time yes there's a election in another year um right another year yeah another year so i'm not like i'm not like okay well if we don't i'm not gonna be pissed but then at the same time i look at the i look at the situation and i go huh what is this what what about these 12 investigations that we don't know about yeah you know what I mean? Like, there's. Well, I'm sorry. There was 14 investigations. Two we know about. The other 12 we don't know about because they, it was all redacted. So it's like, what are those other 12? Like, what are the other 12 cases? He's gonna and have to. He's gonna have a lot of shit to answer to. Dude, but I, I, if, I strongly go ahead. No, go I'm ahead. saying if, 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 if things change in 2020, which we all hope they do. And, and, it will. And, and, you know, once again, I don't want to put it above, you know, I don't want to be, you know, we, we all laughed, you know, a couple, two years ago and said, oh, he's not going to become president. <laughs> what I'm saying is, you know, I don't want to, you know, let's, I don't want to take the piss out of the situation, but hopefully if things go the way we want them to go and he gets fucking voted out in 2020, he's going to, he's going to just, he's going to step out of the White House and just walk and his giant turds of shit are going to be flying out of the sky. It's going to be a giant literal shit storm. The, I, the moment dude, he steps out of the fucking White House, uh, you know, and on on January twenty first, twenty twenty one, whatever you know, yeah, whatever, approximately that day, you know, you know, giant shit, you know, there's gonna be a giant shit cloud so, just outside the fucking White House, just so waiting like I, for him. Go on. Like I said on the last podcast, the minute that he because like I was saying to you, they get one last ride on Air Force One, it takes you anywhere, whether it's Mar-a-Lago, whether it's New York City, wherever. The minute he jumps off that plane. He gets off that plane. There will be people waiting for him to arrest him. I guarantee you that right now. Now, I think what's going on here is Mueller found some stuff in the financial part. But the problem is, is that he wasn't told to or his his mandate wasn't wasn't about the finances. His mandate was about the collusion and the obstruction. So all these cases getting farmed out, I'm wondering if they have a lot to do with his finances. I mean, look at look at with uh, Michael Cohen. Mm-hmm. Michael Cohen is just 
that right there, dude, like he is just destroying Trump at this point. So, Trump, and I think Trump that, threw him under the bus. So exactly. <laughs> and mutually I, assured and I, destruction. <laughs> and I feel like our Congress knows a lot more than what they're saying. I feel like Michael Cohen has told them in like, quote unquote, a closed session or a classified hearing that there's a lot of shit there. So I know like a lot of Democrats are starting to say we should start impeachment. But I also think that, number one, yes, these people, <clears throat> excuse me, should see the whole Mueller report, the one, the version that we're never going to see. Mm-hmm. They should be able to see everything. Obviously, they can't see the grand, the grand jury testimony. But um, what I'm saying here is, is that once they see that and once they talk to Robert Mueller in public, I think that it should be game on as long as it makes sense. I mean, we already see like Mitt Romney's like, I'm, I'm like, I, I'm dishonored by this. And I'm just sitting here going, mm-hmm, that's one. <laughs> I'm like, that's one. Let's yeah. just see the dominoes and, and, start flying. And, and other people in your fucking party were fucking hunky-dory with all this shit, you know, because they, these oh, people put party see, before their country. You know, they put see, loyalty the to, you know, to, to an idea more than, you know, than here's protecting the their fellow citizens. But go on, I'm sorry. Here's, here's the thing, Chris. In the Senate... There's a lot more Republicans that are very quiet. If you've noticed, a lot of Republican senators that are quiet, that don't say too much about Trump. They don't, like, go up against him. But I can tell you there's at least, including Mitt Romney, there's at least three Republicans right now that probably would vote to impeach him. That's not a majority because they have to have two-thirds to impeach him in the Senate. But I feel like this is going to grow. I feel like a person like um, uh, Ron Paul... Is that his name? Ron mm-hmm. Paul? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like a guy like him. I feel like um, Marco Rubio from Florida. I feel like he'll do it. Um, if God, you got so much going on in the background. Um, <laughs> oh, and I don't think it's, I'm not, I'm so used to it that I don't pay. I don't, it doesn't. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, what's his name? Won't vote for him because he's, he's uh, sucking Trump's dick at this point. Um, what's his name there? I can't think of his name off the top of my head. I was going to vote for him for president at one point, and I just was just like, no, I'm not doing that. Fuck that. Uh, yeah. I can't think of his name. You know who I'm talking about. I... <laughs> oh, Lindsey Graham. Oh, yeah. yeah, he sucks I wasn't Trump's thinking. dick so hard, it's not even funny. Oh, yeah. I but mean, yeah. People you know that... what I'm saying? Like, like, there's. I think that eventually, if they get all the evidence, and then they proceed with impeachment, I think that they do have a good case for this. But here's, but I do agree with also the fact that if this is approaching closer to when the election is going to happen, they should probably be like, no, we're not going to do this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because I think that's just going to hurt our chances in in the end. So now here's, here's one of the things that I, that I came across in the report yesterday that blows my fucking mind is that, you know, people who support Trump and all this other stuff, you know, they want to shut our borders down and they want to build a border wall and they want to ban Muslim countries. Meanwhile, they were, uh, they call an IRA, Internet Research Agent, uh, for the lack of a better term, uh, uh, f- uh, what are they, troll farm. They had a bunch of Russians, came from Russia, came to this country, you know, under false pretenses, mind you. Yeah. Came to this country and we're starting uh and, and, and don't get me wrong, Facebook is Facebook, um uh Instagram, uh Twitter, they were they were buying ads 
and and if you know they they had the resources where they had fake accounts that were made and then ads now you know when you work the algorithm with bots and you know uh and stuff like that you know these these bots were manipulating the algorithm to then reach out to the bigger audience to the human beings who then you know once you get a you know when when they say something goes viral you know uh, you know there's because the algorithm picks it up and realizes there's activity and then so what happens is is they were setting up you know bullshit stories misinformation about Hillary Clinton um the, and now mind you get this shit they were doing that they were also doing fake black lives matter accounts yeah because they wanted to piss off the racist so it's sort of like if if we make these accounts and you would think oh and it's not like they're trying to make black lives matter look bad but they made fake accounts to to specifically piss off white people racist white people who hate black lives matter and and, and all this stuff and they played this country like a fucking fiddle they they you know they and then they had so they had bots on one side being like anti black lives matter <clears throat> and then fake accounts pretending to be black lives matter and had them arguing and then what happens is this stuff like that you know once that gets generated then real people start getting involved you know and stuff gets shared and stuff gets and it was in all the hashtag you know and it was a and, secure our borders and hashtag patriot and hashtag <clears throat> you know uh and there was there, there was one oh uh um because the, the 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 couple of hashtags that they that they took from black lives matter was like um don't shoot or or you know like they they took you know these guys were so smart it wasn't like they were like oh let's you know they played both sides they they pretended to be both sides of the arguments when other people got involved oh, yeah. shit like that went fucking viral and it's like it's one of those deals where you know it, it disturbs the fuck out of me but i also kind of have to admire its fucking brilliance at the same place you know <laughs> you know you know i i admire how fucking beautifully sophisticated it was but then again it's also helping fucking deteriorate deteriorate this country from the inside that that mm -hmm. that that a handful of russians can come to this country now mind you and where the fuck are these guys getting their funding to then go and and pay facebook a hundred thousand dollars and it, you know and they say like you know and it was generating clicks and stuff like that and they would say you know um for the hundred thousand dollars the uh, it generated 250 million clicks 250 million clicks now of course this is several posts and 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 you know this is all spread out and everything <laughs> like that but still you know you put the wrong idea in the wrong fucking head you know, you yep. got you got someone that you know lives in a small fucking town, has never fucking has never met a fucking black guy in their life, you know, and 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 you know who who, who thinks the government's going to come and get him and 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 has guns in his fucking house and you know think you know is ready for the fucking race war to start, and and he he clicks on fucking a Facebook article and it's like Black Lives Matter versus you know American Patriots and shit like that. It's you know you're you're putting fucking dangerous horrible ideas into the wrong fucking person's head and it's and and it's done specifically to destabilize this fucking country it's done and the whole thing is this country is divided as much as it is we don't need anybody we don't need outside help to come in and stir the fucking pot but it's 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 disturbingly brilliant how this fucking plan was and that's the whole thing is well all these people they want to shut out borders and they hate black people and they hate brown people and they hate muslims and they hate mexicans it's not mexicans aren't the fucking problem 
You know, saying like it's easy to, you know, yeah, it's easy to spot a Mexican. It's not even the, the Mexican. That, that guy's the fucking problem, and it's easy to spot a, a guy that's a Muslim. Oh, that guy's brown. He's a fucking problem. These are Russians. These are blonde hair, blue eyed fucking Russians. And I, I, when I say that, of course, I'm speaking hyperbole, very yeah. broad, broad, broad strokes. But I'm saying is, you know, Russia isn't a quote unquote shithole country. You know, for mm-hmm. all the people that, yeah, okay, you got, let's just say you built the fucking wall. Yep, you built the wall. Let's just say you banned all the Muslim countries. Let's say Donald Trump got everything that he fucking wanted. The people that are coming into this country that are fucking doing their best to destabilize it because they're funded by the fucking, by Putin and Putin's billionaire fucking friends are fucking Russian people. You know, and, and once again, I don't want to, you know, I'm not saying Russians are bad. All I'm saying is Vladimir Putin has a lot of fucking interest in taking out the world's most powerful fucking country because he wants to go do what the fuck he wants to do. And we're standing in his way. We Logistically, we have to stand in his way. But if he can get us to destabilize, then he could go and have all the fucking party he wants. You know, he could, you know, turn Europe into his, his fucking personal background, you know, turn all of Europe into, you know, Russian's backyard. You know, and 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 then once again, putting a fucking puppet in office, maybe not directly colluding with him, but putting this fucking imbecile in office because he's easy to fucking manipulate, and it's 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 terrifying. This this is shit. This is something you would think you'd read in a fucking like you know in a in a in a spy novel or yeah. or, or you know this is this is shit that you know we've speculated and we made jokes about and stuff like that, but it fucking you know fiction is becoming truth now. And it's disturbing as fuck. And, 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 you know, and, and, and you got people that are so blindly loyal to the president and so blindly loyal to, to the Republican party that, that, that loyalty, instead of using common sense, that loyalty is going to fucking bring this country down because, you know, you're, you're, you're stopping all avenues of justice you're stopping all types of any kind of checks and balances you let trump fucking do whatever the fuck he wants and it's going to be the fucking downfall of the, you know and it's just it just sorry i just had to get, <laughs> let me step yeah i, my I can box. see that jesus christ yeah but i'm saying is like you know the, the people trump supporters are always big on building a wall and like i said if trump got his fucking wish and we had a fucking wall from fucking you know from florida to, to well not from florida whatever louisiana to fucking California and we you know we had a wall from there and the you know the whole Gulf of fucking Mexico had a wall and we banned all the Muslim countries there's still dissension there's still there's still people coming to this country who came into this country who have proven that they've come that, that you know and this is the Mueller pro- now the, they're they're back they went back you know we can't we couldn't catch them because they're not in our country anymore and it's like what do we you know what are we going to go to Russia and get them hey could we have those hackers back you know but you know they've they've stirred the fucking pot worse than it already was and and it's 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 helping to destabilize this country and i'm sorry <laughs> are, you, are you done are you sure i'm done i mean that's that's mm. all that i have on 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 the Mueller report i mean you know i'll probably yeah i mean another chunk and have another <laughs> oh i'm sure you will um but yeah i i don't think that i think that basically this is a lesson learned and we gotta i mean it, it's a hard <clears throat> it's a hard thing to do here what do they do? Do they impeach the guy? You know, do they, you know, do they impeach the guy? Do they wait and see what these other investigations are? You know, what do you, what do you do? Do you wait till the election? I mean, honestly, Chris, if I'm going to be honest with you, I'm scared that this guy could get another four years. So I would rather they just go and impeach him. And I mean, they have enough evidence to do so, but I'm also on the the end of, well, if he's going to step out, like, 
I, I feel like there's enough enough people, both well, Democrats, Republicans, and independents all together, that are pretty much fed up with Trump and want to get rid of him that I think they would pick pretty much anybody. Well, no, no, no. If Joe Biden runs, I think that the, that everybody will vote for him, and I think Trump will be out. Virtually, honestly, like as long as Joe Biden doesn't do anything stupid, I feel like this is his election to lose. Honestly, at this point, like we just, and, we just can't bite. We just can't backbite each other. Like like what between like what happened between Hillary Clinton and Bernie <laughs> Sanders, you know, this world would be so much different. You know. Well, if you notice, none of the candidates go after each other, and that's yeah. that's what I want. But here's the problem. Why is there 17? <laughs> I, I'm not even going to get into that, but why do we have to have so many candidates? I get I, I, I get it. We're, we're going to have a diverse field, and after the first two debates, it'll drop off substantially. Yeah. But, but. Everybody wants a bite at the fucking apple. But, you know, we got the, the problem is, the problem is, is that even though, yes, there is so many candidates, I just get worried that we're going to get too far into the weeds that, we're not going to have a candidate sooner than later, and we're just going to get fucked in the end, pretty much. Yeah. So I just want, by the time the primaries start, to be only a couple of candidates, and honestly, maybe even one. I hope it's just one candidate, and we can just go right after Trump and get his ass out of office. But I, you know, I, I, there's a part of me that also says just impeach his ass. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. Even it, if it's we, hard if we started tomorrow, let's just say fucking you know they woke up and said, I mean, not to mention the word like Congress isn't even in session right now or whatever. But you know, even if someone woke up tomorrow and magically started the impeachment process, we're we're a year and a half away. We're already in, we're in mid-April. We're like a year and a half away from the election. You know, a little bit more than a year right. and a half away from you know the whoever you know whoever's going to be in office in 2021. So it's a, it's like, uh, you know, just getting that all. Per- Look how long it took for the fucking Mueller report to get done, and that's just a guy doing an investigation. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I'm pretty sure it's a very, very thorough investigation, and the guy seems to be the kind of guy that you know crosses his T's and dots his eyes and shit. But you know, to 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 build a credible. Uh, well, I mean, for to the credit of um, the head of the Judiciary Committee. Um, I think what he's doing right now is exactly what you have to do if you're going to impeach somebody. Get all the facts, get all that information that Mueller had as much as you can, talk to Mueller, and then proceed straight ahead with impeachment. As long as you can get that done and it starts this year, okay, fine. If this is something that's not going to start till next year, then don't do it. That's my view on it. Like yeah. it's and just, no one, and it's a waste no of time. It's a waste of time. No one seems to really like impeachment. Sounds like a like a wonderful thing that we would all fucking love to imagine, wave a wand and make happen. But I don't think it's going to happen. You know, it, it, it's sort of know. like let's let's fucking you know, it's almost like a waiting game. Let's play the long game. Let's hope he doesn't fucking ruin this country too much between now and you know the end of next year. And, and I I and, actually think honestly, and this is just me being honest with you. Mm-hmm. I don't know this for sure. But I know there's a lot of Republicans that have been around for a while that are reading this report and are literally calling up the White House and saying to them, if we even hear or smell a hint of any of this shit going on anymore, mm-hmm. we're going to go for your ass. I guarantee you there are Republicans saying in quiet. And I'm, I'm guaranteeing you Mitch McConnell probably does that, too. He's probably sitting there going, if this bastard keeps doing what he's doing, he's going to fuck our party. 
And they're already, I mean, Mitch McConnell's already doing it. He's, he's not allowing certain bills that the president wants to go to the floor because you can't. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you can't bring Trump it to Trump just wants to circumvent fucking due process and just fucking, right. I want what I want. It's going to get done. <laughs> and, and there's a lot of Republicans in there that are going, I don't want this. I don't want this either. You know what I mean? Like, and they need to have every single Republican and a, a, a lot of Democrats to come to their side pretty much to get a bill through. So, I mean, Mitch McConnell is thinking of bringing a bill to the floor. Think about this, of raising the smoking age from 18 to 21. Of course, everybody's going to be for that because that everybody, everybody's other states are pretty much doing this already. So I think that'll pass, but that's something that everybody wants to do already. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, you know, so I mean, you know, we're going to be talking about this a lot more. Yeah. So. Look, it's look when 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 NASA can see a fucking black hole through okay. the telescopes, that's it. We're done. It's the fucking end of days. I know everyone likes every every generation likes to think this is the end of the world. And and, and here's my speculation. If we can see a black hole, well, let me get this straight. Black hole is such a fucking uh, a concentrated piece of, of gravity uh, into one area that light can't escape. But we are seeing light that is escaped. That means we're in <laughs> we're in the line of sight. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah. Well, yeah. We don't have to worry about being. We don't have to worry about the black hole because one moment it's pretty soon we'll probably be part of the. Uh, you know, once again making oh, making light of the situation. But you know, uh, you know, fascinating fucking news that you know we. we speaking we, of uh, speaking of black hole. Um, <laughs> another thing that's been going on what for a while. What about my ex-wife? What? No, sorry. Uh, oh, <laughs> go on. I'm sorry. We're not going there. Um, so this this Vic Mignogna situation just keeps popping up. Oh, I thought we we're gonna say that for the second half of the show, but no. Well, I mean, we can we can. Okay, no, yeah, no. That. So 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 uh, a black hole, uh, a black hole of of taste, a black hole of. <laughs> <laughs> of of how to conduct yourself in public, uh, yeah. So yeah, and, and this is I guess yeah we should talk about it because it's stuff we've meant we've talked about on the show. Uh, Vic Mignogna, Mignogna, something like that. Whatever yeah. the fuck his name is. Uh, he and once again I'll I'll let you get more details, but let me just. Uh, he is now suing Funimation. Uh, you know the the hand that feeds the 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 company that he used to work for and he's worked for for years. Uh, suing his uh, fellow voice actors for defamation of character, and uh, because recently, and and you once again, you would know about this more than I would. Uh, there was a con, was a Kamehameha con? Is that is that the is that yeah the Kamehameha con basically? And for those, and maybe yeah, maybe Kamehameha. we said this. Maybe we said this wrong. So oh, Kame Kamehameha um, or whatever. The, you know, whatever. It is, I say yeah, Kamehameha because because yeah. I, I know in, in in Dragon Ball Z they say. Kamehameha, whatever. But when I say when I hear it, I think of there's there was like a, a Hawaiian king at one point called Kamehameha. So I always get those confused. I say Kamehameha when I, but yeah, there was a, a Dragon Ball Z centric <laughs> con that was going on, and yep. there was scheduled to be Dragon Ball Z voice actors, of which you know Monica Rial, one of the people we've spoken about in the past, one of the, you know one of the guests on the on on your other on your other show, but you know we've interviewed her. Uh, she was there, and then uh, Kamehameha Khan, or whatever the fuck they want to call themselves, uh, made the very, very controversial decision of saying, you know what, we booked Vic Mignogna, and we're going to let him come. We're not going to, we're not going to, 
as other cons have. Now, once again, when it was other con, it wasn't, he canceled a lot of cons also. I think I'm pretty sure some cons canceled him, but I'm pretty sure just to stay ahead of it, he just, he backed out of a bunch of cons. But I think he did as well, but I'm not sure. Yeah. But Kamehameha Con or whatever the fuck it's called, uh, they decided they dug their fucking heels in the ground and said, nope, he's going to be here, which is a very fucking, you know, I don't agree with it, but it's a very fucking bold. It definitely sends a message to say, like, you know, to to use the hashtag, you know, I stand with Vic for a guy that was accused by accused by credible people in the industry of being very inappropriate. Now, uh, once again, you we were talked about this before the show, and and I said, you know, there are some fans, and let's be, just be real here, and I'll, I'll fucking admit it myself, I'm a fucking, I'm a misogynist, like nobody would fucking, you know, like you wouldn't fucking believe, and I'm pretty sure, you know, there are guy, and now mind you, I'm a misogynist. There's guys out there who make me fucking look like a, a kitty cat. Um, you know, there are guys like they hate women so much. And, oh, this is all bullshit and fuck that. And she's a Monica Real's a fucking liar and and she's a cunt. And all these women, you know, they make life fucking hard for men on the workplace and everything. We shouldn't be have the all fucking sensitive and everything like that. If you know, if you can't fucking, you know, if you can't take the heat, get the fuck out of the kitchen, go make me a sandwich, all that other bullshit. You know, I'm pretty there. I, there is a huge faction of fans that are like that, and it's in every fucking fandom. I'm pretty sure the huge bunch of fans that say, you know what, I'm standing with Vic because. You know, you know, why do we have to fucking, uh, you know, why do we have to walk on eggshells if we happen to be in the workplace with a woman? I'm pretty sure there are people like that. On on that being said, I'm pretty sure there's also a faction of fans who believe in redemption. There are fans, you know, and Vic has, you know, we've seen the video of Vic giving fucking heartfelt, tear-filled speeches. Keep in mind, he is an actor. <laughs> I mean, he's a voice actor, but exactly. most voice actors come from acting or, or, or dab, dabble in acting, or sometimes they were actors first and then became voice actors. But, you know, he's gave, he gave uh, uh, what appeared to be heartfelt, tear-drenched apologies and and you know I, i'm sorry and i was just trying to have fun and if i overstepped my boundaries i wasn't in my mind i wasn't thinking i was overstepping my boundaries so there are, i'm pretty sure there's a contingency of fans that have said you know what he fucked up in the past and the remorseful uh let's you know let's give him a shot let's not fucking you know let's not you know take away you know let's not you know uh, stop his mortgage or whatever you know the guy's got a mortgage to pay you know let's not you know let him keep paying his fucking bills and then i'm pretty sure their fans are say i don't give a fuck who he touches <laughs> touch whoever the fuck you want you voice the guy that i like in the cartoon you know do yeah. you so th- there's like three factions of people out there that are i'm pretty sure are sort of you know that led to kamehameha khan saying you know what we're gonna we're, we're gonna we're not gonna cave in to the people well that are, you know, i mean uh, not to cut you off on, here sorry. but i, I it, it kind of annoys me i get it there was probably a, there was probably an even even bigger backlash and i'll get to that reason here in a minute of why they brought him back because at first in the beginning of february they canceled his appearance right out mm-hmm. they just canceled it and then all of a sudden like a couple weeks before this con they're like oh by the way we're bringing vic back mm-hmm. um Okay, but then if you look at Vic's actual Twitter page, he has a video of the line that's waiting for his autograph session. I'm just sitting there going, what the hell is going on here? Now, I don't know if it was just his session. I have a feeling that there might have been other autograph sessions going on and everybody was in line for different things. Mm -hmm. But if that was for his stuff, like, I guess... I mean, I, I hate to say this, but I guess the people have spoken, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, you know? you know, anime people 
anime fans are very fucking loyal. And, you know, from, from only from what I've seen from, from general Comic Cons in general is people, I've seen people in fucking lines, you know, where you know, that's, uh, you know, I'll never get that part of, I mean, I, look, as, as much as I love Comic Con, I'm not going to waste all day standing in line to get someone's fucking autograph. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, especially when you have this half of them you have to spend money on. Oh, like, yeah. No, fuck that. I'm not gonna spend what was like Mark Hamill's like no nothing against Mark when Hamill. All said, when all of a sudden then it was like two hundred and eighty dollars for, for Mark, Mark Hamill, Hamill's right? Picture and autograph. You know, that was like the whole like deluxe thing. Which the, yeah. you know, the funny thing is part of me is like I kinda <laughs> I kinda wish I had that disposable income. You know, especially after the you know, the you know we'll talk about it later, the the, the new Star Wars trailer. Um but yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. So for that two hundred and eighty dollars, and once again, that's the extreme. That was like that was the the top, the tippy 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 top. But you yeah, know, for you, if you're gonna go to Comic Con and you spent that money door, you know, forty, yeah. fifty, sixty. What if you fucking went? You got it from a scalper or whatever. You paid a hundred dollars to walk just to walk in a door, and now you're wasting two hours or three hours of your precious no, Comic-Con no. time to sit in a fucking line and get an autograph. No. Now, the, now, the one thing about, one thing I do have to say about uh, the Mark Hamill, those ones, like the legit big, big stars, they're scheduled. You know, yeah. so you know, okay, you look, you know, I got, I my Mark Hamill, you know, I, I get to meet Mark Hamill around five o'clock, so, but I mean, they'll still tell you, look, five o'clock, but you better, you better be here in line at four, which is a general, that's, you know, I, being in line for about an hour for something is the usual that's the norm you know even at a big con like new york comic con uh, even for panels too yeah i mean so that you know if but like the anime fans and stuff like that the 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 anime uh voice actors and stuff like that that's not a plan those aren't planned those are you walk up to line you you know here's here's where the you know we have the barriers here if you want to meet vic mignana Mm -hmm. He's going to be here at 2 o'clock, you know. If you want to be first in line, you better fucking be here at 10 o'clock in the morning, 8 o'clock in the morning, and start waiting because, you know, by the time, you know, <laughs> you know by the time he gets there at 2, that line is going to be, you know, 100 people deep, you know, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get what you're saying, but I think... Yeah, I mean, but you, like, I mean, your point was the fans have spoken, you know. He, he, yeah, he taped it. I, I hate and... to say it, but I'm not... I mean, I, I'm not saying that... Look, I'm not saying that everybody... That went to that con are speaking for the rest of us. I'm just saying that if that whole line was just for Vic, then you're pretty much saying, then pretty much people are saying, well, guess what? We don't care what he did. We still like the guy. Our, so our president was voted in, bragged about I mean, grabbing yeah. women by the pussy. But go on, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know, I know. So I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, it's. You know, I I personally don't think I don't think he's doing enough. I I felt I I knew that he was gonna sue. I'm not stupid. Um, any smart person would sue, but he's he's suing for a million dollars, Chris. He's not gonna get a million dollars. Well, I mean, in any, also, in any lawsuit, you always you go for the max. So then, when it whatever winds back, it you know looks. Also, you know. so here's the thing. And as much as I hated that polygon article that was remember i bitched about that a couple podcasts ago mm-hmm. um i hated how they went after him because i felt like it was kind of like and that was before the whole monica thing um i kind of felt like they were just throwing more and more onto the pile and mm-hmm. just made it worse and worse and worse so basically taking that article and if everything is true in that article everything 
that is said, the evidence, everything. Um, when Funimation went to do, and this, this is, this is a learning lesson for people because people don't understand what the process is in an HR process. So basically it, looking over the lawsuit, um, they're suing Funimation, but it's also Sony because Sony owns Funimation. Mm-hmm. So basically Sony initiated this, uh, HR investigation against Vic. And they had done this, um, actually I think it was prior to Broly coming out. Um, basically what happened was, is they went in and they had multiple, 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 not just the three that are named in here, multiple people that basically said, yeah, he's doing this. It needs to stop. So as a result, that's why Vic got fired. And, you know, somebody came on my Twitter today and he's like, he's like, well, the, you know, you know, well, he, uh, you know, Mon- the whole Monica thing's over a jelly bean. And I'm like, first of all, I'm like, where are you getting your fake news? Second of all, it has nothing to do with just Monica. And I said to him, I was like, oh, by the way, also the Monica situation is a lot different than what you're telling me right now. And the guy shut up. He didn't say anything after that on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Because what are you going to say? It's the truth. The man, basically, the, fu- the Funimation lawsuit, mm-hmm. I'm just going to tell you right now. As long as they did everything, as long as they crossed their T's and dotted their I's, so to speak, mm-hmm. there's nothing that's going to happen to this guy. Yeah. Or, I mean, there's nothing that's going to happen to Funimation. Nothing's going to happen. Okay. Funimation, as long as they did their due diligence and evaluated, did, did the HR investigation the proper way that they did it, yeah, there's going to be no problem here. The defamation suit, I mean, Jamie Mark. Uh, um, what's her name? Um, hold on, I had it up on my phone. Uh, and I can't pronounce her na- her last name. Marchi, Marquee, whatever. Um, basically, she put this whole like thing up, like four or five screenshots of what she wrote. Mm-hmm. They're gonna probably use that in the court against her. Um, Monica, I don't think Monica really has too much to to say. I mean to. Too much there for her to, you know, be afraid of. Mm-hmm. Um, because the problem here is, is I think, you know, she's a victim. And if they try to attack a victim, they're going to look stupid in the end. Yeah. So, um, I, I, you know, I don't know if this lawsuit's going to go anywhere. Um, the one, the author, the author actually on Twitter, if you look it up, Chris, just went like on a, went on a rant because she was pissed about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it basically said that she thinks that they're probably, they're just doing this to kind of have it settled out of court, which, you know, Funimation, depending on, and that's, that's the other thing we don't know. Yeah. There's the HR part of it. And I should have put this on Twitter and I probably will put this on Twitter too, but we don't know if there was any contracts involved. So, and again, I, I don't know what, um, what kind of contracts voice actors have. I don't. I don't know if they just come come in and every time they get paid, they get paid. I actually want to start doing research on that and get some more information. Yeah, I've. I mean, I like. I've listened to. I mean, I listen to a bunch of podcasts, and sometimes I have voice actors as as their guests. But uh, I mean, the the big one is obviously like Robert Paulson's one, Talking Tunes. And, yeah. And and like voice actors, unfortunately, 
you know, are treated like shit. I mean, <laughs> for the lack of, it, you know, the trade-off is, I mean, it, you know, it's, it's a job you can show up in your fucking pajamas and, and perform and stuff like that. But, you know, uh, when it comes to like, you know, uh, the voice directors are constantly, you know, breaking union rules. Like, you know, if you come in and you do, you do a voice or, or, and sometimes they'll even go, Oh, could you do a second voice? And then, and then like, I think like, Anything after that, you're supposed to get at the very least scale. I mean, even if you do fucking one line for a background fucking character, you're supposed to get, you know, uh, you know, X amount of dollars. And, right. and there's these directors and you know, voice directors and stuff like that who will like, they'll go to the voice actor, you know, and they'll kind of like try to finesse them. Oh, you know, you think, come on, we really need, you know, and, and you know, by the time we call somebody mm-hmm. to get them here. And, then, and, and the whole thing is, you know, voice actors and, and then to play the fucking political game, you know, they'll go. You know, because you want to work with, you know, this if the voice director is a person who has power and, <clears> and, and has and can have the say in you getting hired in a job in the future. Sometimes you'll fucking you'll swallow that shit and go, OK, you know, I'll do whatever, you know, I'll do what it takes for you to. So, uh, you know, my, my point, my whole point of that being is that voice actors uh, for their work. Uh, don't have much respect. It doesn't have a strong, uh, you know, I mean, um, yes, it, I mean, of course, yes, it's a dream gig. We all, you know, who doesn't want to do a fucking voice or a cartoon, you know, I mean, well, how many of us are that talented, but you know, I mean, just saying as a general rule, you know, voice actors are treated. Well, uh, so, um, that's not, that's not, that's not like, that's not necessarily true because, um, if you're an LA voice actor and that's why a lot of, um, voice actors go to LA. It's not just for the acting, but they also have a union there and they don't get screwed over as much as say somebody that's in Texas or wherever else. Now, again, let let me, let's back up here. What Chris is talking about is kind of the old way of doing things. And you probably don't really see that as much anymore because a lot of the voice actors that are doing the voices are also becoming the, the directors, the ADR directors, that's what they're called. So, and I know a lot of these people, and I know, like, for example... I mean, I'm not Alex, shitting on ADR directors, but... I know that, I know that. I'm just, I'm trying to explain to people that as these people are coming in that are becoming the ADR directors, that kind of thing is getting flushed out. Yeah, because they've been voice actors in the past, and they don't, you know, right. they don't want to... And and what I've heard from a lot... Of, yeah, 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 right, right, right. And what, I, what I've heard from a lot of voice actors, and you'll see this in the in uh Sinclair uh interview that I did at Toricon, uh he's he explained that one of his buddies and this happens this has happened to a couple voice actors that I've interviewed where they're just like, hey, you should come in and try out for this voice. They'll come in, do a voice, and the guy's like, Yeah, you need to come back, and then they give them a contract right on the spot. Mm-hmm. So it actually works both ways. So I, I you know I just want to kind of throw that out there. But I mean it's a dream far- gig, but if you start rocking the boat you know, that's, that's, the right, whole, you know. Right. but I mean, to get back on the topic, like the whole Vic situation, you know, I, I feel like I'm kind of, it's not, I, I really feel like he's just not getting it. I feel like he's not getting that. Yeah. He should have, what he should have done is just go disappear for a couple of months, yeah. you know, go do, you know, I'm look, there's people out there. They're going to hire him, you know, controversy right. or just, not. He, he, he has just, a following. Uh, you know, do the fucking cons. You know, the, there's yeah. there are people, and I follow this enough. There are enough cons in the United States during oh, yeah. the year that you don't you don't even you don't have to have 
There are people that are fucking... There are people that go to cons... It's like the guy that played like the third stormtrooper in fucking Star Wars in 77. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, uh, is going to cons and, and has a steady schedule of going to cons around the country. So, you know... So, like, you don't have to have work <laughs> as an, and of course, yes, it's, it's, it's like any other traveling entertainer or stuff like that. Yeah, your life is on the road. You can't, you know, if you have kids or anything like that, you might as well just say goodbye to them, you know, and it's, right. but you can, for the lack of a better term, pay your fucking rent, uh, you know, doing that shit. You know, he should have laid low and- for a little while, let the fucking heat come off, and then, you know, come back and it'll, then it would have been a redemption story. Right. And and look, I'm not saying that he shouldn't have sued. I mean, that just makes logical sense. You should sue, but you shouldn't be on Twitter. And I, I will give him credit. He's only saying things about when there's a con, like, okay, I'm going to this con, or, you know, like what he did with Kamehameha Con, or whatever it's called, um, saying, you know, hey, thanks for everybody that came out and showed that picture. Obviously, he showed that picture to kind of stick it to some people. But mm. you know what I mean? Like, if he – look, you're a voice actor, okay? If you want people to respect you, take the time, like you just said. Take the time. Go out. Go away for a while. Go away for a while. Don't, like, do anything for almost a year. You can do smaller cons if you want. Don't do anything big. And then you came back. And, you know, like even even if going on Twitter and highlighting, hey, I went to the I went to the, you know, the psychiatrist today, learned a lot of things about myself and I'm I'm going through the process of changing. That's the kind of things that people want to see. What you're not doing is doing that. And that's that's where I kind of go. All right. I don't know about this guy. Yeah. You got to eat a little crow because. His fucking his hands aren't he's got blood on his hands <laughs> you know he, he's, well he's, and, and he's, I don't want to he's he's, he's 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 guilty he's I mean you know, I mean I, I hate to you know be the judge out of court but I'm saying is is where there's smoke there's fire and how many how many more other fucking other terms gonna use where there's smoke there's fire there's blood on his hands got to eat crow uh, <laughs> but that's a you know the the guy the guy is obviously got a fucking and and I mean he, I'm gonna... he needs he, you know uh, part of part of that is. You know, you've gotten away with it for so this far. Someone has called you out on it. Fall back for a minute, recollect yourself. You know, let it be a redemption story. You know, I mean, let, let me. Let James me, Gunn got his job back. <laughs> you know, fucking Disney, the fucking most high-profile fucking company in the world. Uh, you know, rehired James Gunn after all that controversy. Why? Because the fucking heat died down. Disney had to do what they had to do to fucking fire him and, and kind of, you know, uh, you know, make themselves look good the same way the, the you know, Funimation had, you know, Funimation <clears> can't <throat> sit there and let him fucking continue to collect the paycheck. No, dude. Oh, you, no, no, you no. Got, and that's Sony, walk. too. Go fucking kick rocks, you know. But then after a while, he died down. Oh, did you hear that Vic is going to be doing a voice card? Got fucking, you know, and puppy dogs. And then, you know, then guy, guy, guy's going to have my fucking job back. Okay, you know. Well, so... <laughs> So, like, for example, he had a GoFundMe, and this was – one of his friends set this up, right? Mm-hmm. They had – it was at a goal of $100,000. It actually went over the $100,000. They recently just increased it to $200,000, and it's like $134,360 right now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you got that long line at that con. You got this fund going for him, and it's just kind of like – you know, I, 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 you know, I, I, 
I guess it kind of goes both ways, unfortunately, because here's the problem. You got a guy that people like, so they're going to obviously fight, fight, fight for this guy. And that's not doing him any good because then that's just going to empower him. And I think that's what's going on here is he's becoming empowered because, you know, now he's, you know, empowered to get a lawyer, uh, sue, and, um, you know, do all this other stuff. Now, I can also notice that he has a lawyer because, like I was saying about his Twitter, he's not saying much. So um, that's obviously a lawyer sitting there, unlike Trump, <laughs> telling you to shut the fuck up shut and only talk up. about and only talk about cons. Yeah. And or like he talked about how he was on as much as I don't want to say this JoJo's Bizarre Adventures, um, which is currently playing on Toonami. Um, so, I mean, you know, it sucks because I feel like the a lot of these fans have spoken, but I think they're feeding a monster that is just going to continue his reign of terror. And I really hope that until he gets help, Funimation doesn't bring him back. I really hope that Funimation doesn't let him come back. And I kind of hope that I know Viz let him let him finish out JoJo, but I hope that Viz doesn't let him come back. I hope Bang Zoom doesn't hire him. I hope no other company hires him. So he learns his lesson and then he can come back. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. He's, I think it's a, there's a Puerto Rican con that he's going to in Puerto Rico mm-hmm. that he just announced on his Twitter. So it's like, you know, what are you supposed to say? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I guess people don't believe what they hear. Yeah. They need to take away his car for about a year and let him <laughs> let him learn to be humble. You know what's really funny about that is like if I remember from Rockon, mm-hmm. uh, the one that I went to that I had that table at that you met me at, I feel like if I remember correctly, he had actually drove driven to that con. Mm-hmm. I don't know where. I mean, if if he's driving around from con to con, that's like blows my mind still. But yeah, man, I'm I just. I don't know what to say about this situation anymore. I feel like a lot of the fans have kind of let let people down, let like Monica down in them. And well, like I said, there's there's I mean, look at those. There's three separate kind of fans right there that the guy mentioned that that could get his support to give give him their support, and and none of those fans have anything in common. There's the guys who hate women and say you know fuck yeah. them, you're yeah, my yeah. hero. Then you know there's the people who said you know maybe he redeemed himself. And then there's people like I don't give a fuck. <laughs> there's people like I don't hate women and and whatever I you know, but I like this cartoon. I enjoy your talent. You know, well, you know what you know what propelled <laughs> what propelled him over the over the edge was um, Full Metal Alchemist. Mm-hmm. Because of Full Al- Full Metal Alchemist, he's a big voice actor now. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, well, I mean, let's. I mean, fucking Dragon Ball Z. I mean, Dragon Ball Z is the fucking Coca Cola of fucking anime. You know, what I'm saying it's the it's yeah, but the he's Cadillac. not, the, it's, not one of the main characters. But still, just being associated with it, you know, I, you know, it's it's better. It's you know, it's better to be. Sometimes it's better to be the the small fish in a big pond. You know, even the shittiest WWE wrestler. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying is better known than the top guy at fucking you know some ranky dink uh, 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 local. Uh, no, you're right. So you know, I mean, right, like just being I'm associated with—I mean, I get what you're saying. A Fullmetal Alchemist, and 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 yes, absolutely. But I'm saying just being just being on Dragon Ball Z, people are people know his fucking name. Yeah, you know? it was it was it was Fullmetal Alchemist. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to go into an argument with you, <laughs> okay. but it I'm was just saying it's it's, it's the it's the Coca-Cola, it's the Cadillac of fucking of 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 
Of, right. No, know, no, no. No, I, I'm not disagreeing with anime. you on that. <laughs> That's why a lot of people like him is because they remember him as, well, I mean, look at Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. Why, in God's name, this is the worst time to do it. I mean, don't get me wrong, he's probably a fan of Full Metal Alchemist. But if you look at his Twitter, Chris, right now, mm-hmm. he has Edward Elric as his fucking Twitter picture. And I'm just sitting there going, <laughs> Eli, Elon, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, well. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Well, so. uh, I think uh, with that, unless you have anything else to con- to, to contribute, do you? Nope. <laughs> okay. And with that, we'll be back with more Dick and Fart Joke. This episode of Two Strangers, One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number 8. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Ah, necrophilia. Ah, ah, It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this? No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in it. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get out of it. It's unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept Little history up. doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you, you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was How be did a rough you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. And we're back. All right, Paul. So now is the nerdiest news, and let's talk about what I want to fucking talk about. <laughs> no, um, okay, first, as we record this. You mean you didn't want to talk about the Mueller report? <laughs> well, I, I got it. I, I, I know you got it out. I'm just trying. I was on my stomach long enough. Uh, uh, that being said, look, we're less than a week away from fucking Endgame. What else can we say? I know somewhere out there, someone, I lo- I'm glad I've been warned. There is like five minutes of leaked footage or even or what's supposed to be the post credit. So I am not clicking on any fucking links for the next week because I do not want to be. That being said, uh, you know, uh, one of my old co-workers who knows I love Marvel movies and uh, I went with him. What did we We went to go see? Oh, no, I think no, we went to go see. Oh, no. Do we see Infinity War? We might. I forgot. We went to go see another Marvel movie and he contacted me and he's like, and he goes, dude, you're going to go see Endgame? Like, have, you got, have you got your tickets? And I'm like, I haven't got my tickets yet because I was sort of, you know, I was sort of, I, I wanted to see it opening night, obviously. But I was sort of like, I wanted to see if I could get somebody to fucking go with me. And, uh, and you know, he kind of came out of the blue. And it's like, I haven't worked with this guy for like, now it's been about a year now. And I'm glad he contacted me. So I was like, dude, let's go. So the funny thing is, and, and once again, I don't want to, 
<laughs> I'm going to the competition this that, that night because uh, I want to see it in IMAX. Um, there is a 1:50 a.m. show. You know that they, they are packing the fuck. And I'll mind you, because uh, this place it has uh, assigned seating. So uh, when yes, we went, do. we're not. Uh, what, the seats that we have aren't, it's not like we're sitting in the middle. We're kind of sitting off to the side. I mean, it's IMAX green and it's going to look beautiful anyway. But, uh, that being said, there's a 150 show that is probably as of right now, a week away is like 75% full. So that means obviously the seven o'clock, the nine o'clock, the 11 o'clock, whatever, what, what those general times. There's three sold out shows that night to the point, and 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 I I don't know how things are in other cities and states. And coming up to Rochester was a bit of a fucking culture shock for me because I was used to movies. Movies generally go to about and and in, in New York City there'll be a twelve o'clock show, there'll be a one o'clock show, but I've never in the history of ever ever heard of a one fifty show. But there you know people there's so there's nerds like me well well more than willing to give our money up to fucking go there at what basically two o'clock in the morning. Uh, sit through trailers, sit through a three-hour fucking movie. By the time we get out of seeing Endgame, the sun is going to be coming up. We're, we're going to hear birds chirping. You know, like when you ever, like, you wake up or you stay up really late and you start hearing the birds chirping. You're like, oh, shit, have I been up that fucking <laughs> You know, we it's because we're going to be getting out of the theater about 5 o'clock in the morning. So Easily. Go on. So the reason why... So <clears throat> basically what happens is there's some theaters that are doing like a 24 hour Avengers thing mm-hmm. on the opening night. So I'm guessing the theater you're going to fucker. Um, they, they got selected to do it. So um, they're probably, I mean, I would imagine, and I would have to look it up. Let's see. That's a three hour movie. So 150, you're probably going to get out and plus 20 minutes of previews, I believe. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be probably around 5:20 in the morning. And we'll be so seeing the probably, sun coming up. <laughs> Yeah, so there might be like a 5:50 a.m. movie. Oh, okay. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, they probably actually have for the regular showings. They probably do have like 9 a.m. showings. Oh yeah, I would imagine. Oh yeah, the other theaters. Um, yeah. What I will say is, well, first of all, when my theater gets upgraded, fuck you, you can't come in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> second of all, um, I mean this this movie, Chris for. People that work in the movie theater industry is just, it's going to be hell because <laughs> no, no, no. It's no like everyone it, is it so works. excited except for the people who actually have to fucking work in the theater. <laughs> well, no, it's just because <clears throat> imagine, imagine the whole sorry. theater of, I'm sorry, that's you a whole theater of people who had, who's waited three hours and they haven't pissed. So after oh, that, everyone's gonna fucking that bathroom is gonna be uh, is gonna be quite a fucking scene after the movie. If people have been watching a movie for three hours plus fucking you know twenty minutes or half an hour fucking trailers because they're shooting themselves, they're gonna have twenty minutes a half an hour of trailers because this is gonna be, if not the biggest movie of 2019, the you know top five movies of 2019 uh, at the very least. Um, uh, so it's gonna be funny. So they're gonna put trailers in front of it three hours long that bathroom i feel bad for like the theaters that have like small bathrooms or whatever <laughs> i'm gonna piss in the well, sink man so care. i'll piss so, in this fucking popcorn bucket <laughs> and the problem the, so the problem isn't like us having to work the three hours like these these three hour shows the problem is is scheduling it because it's like oh, yeah. if you put it in a theater you're only going to have like three out three shows a day so then you have to have like half your theater 
if not more, is playing Avengers the whole day. There was, because my company is obviously owned by somebody overseas, I'm not going to say who it is and what it is, but their theater overseas, one of their theaters overseas, just said straight up Captain Marvel when it first came out. Straight up Captain Marvel, nothing else in it. That's how like crazy it was overseas and that's what i'm saying so and which is funny i never like i think the last time not the last time I recorded but i like i had saw captain marvel like right before we recorded and i never got a chance to really give my thoughts on it but i mean long story short was a good flick i mean people hated it uh, whatever i dug it it's a fucking another marvel movie you know i'm super excited so you know uh but the funny thing is i wasn't planning on going this whole <laughs> avengers rant i'm just saying is it's right around the corner We've, you know, there's no need to release any more trailers or anything like that. We're, they have our money. You know, it's probably, you know, probably mm. one of the biggest pre-sales. You know, I, I had heard on other podcasts that there were people six hours after the tickets went on sale that the fucking servers were still like crashing and there was still, people still having. There issues. was a line online to order them. That's how bad it was. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, once again, there's nothing else we can say about this movie. We're all gonna go see. I it. will tell you the first two shows uh-huh. at my theater. Both shows aren't sold out because they're in our biggest theater, mm-hmm. but they're almost halfway sold. Oh, okay, and that's you're talking about almost 200 seats per those just those two showings of it. Mm-hmm. So, and we've never we haven't had that in a long time. I think the last time that we had something close to that was Star Wars. Honestly, yeah, which is what I did want to talk about. <laughs> Good segue. See? Lovely. Uh, earlier this week, and once again, this is one of the beauties of right now with my current job working at home. Uh, you know, you could, I, you know, while while I'm on hold because I do spend a good chunk of my day on hold on the phone. You know, I'll go on Facebook and I'll look what I got to look at or whatever. And so I happened to be there right when like Star Wars Celebration was. They had the live stream, and they're like, okay, as soon as this live stream is over. It's going to be the trailer for fucking, you know, the new Star Wars movie. And so I like luckily through whatever luck that I had, I was able to finish my phone call. And, and like I finished my phone call probably like five minutes before the trailer uh, came. So I'm like, boom, you know, I'm getting I'm taking care of my paperwork, whatever. And then I'm like, all right, that's the trailer's coming on. I'm on lunch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm putting a stop to my fucking day for the, the next five, ten minutes. I'm not doing a fucking thing but watching this trailer. Um, it looked fucking good. You know, I mean, there's really nothing to spoil now, as in we could talk about the trailer, you know, uh, Rays on a Planet, TIE Fighter flying at her. There seems to be a, a cutaway shot of two gloved hands uh, going down, the, driving the TIE Fighter. I wouldn't be surprised if that's some sort of, you know, fake out where it's that's not really who, you know, obviously it's supposed to look like it's Kylo Ren coming after her. Um, yeah. You know, then there's the. You know, of course, a lot of people speculated, well, why doesn't he just shoot her if he's driving a fucking TIE fighter? Not to mention that it's fucking badass to see a TIE fighter flying like two feet off the fucking ground. Um, you know, she uses her force power. She hops over it. Um, you know, we get to see Lando Calrissian back, you know, Billy D. Williams, uh, you know, and smartly what they did is they kind of connected it to the solo movie where he's wearing a shirt that looks an awful lot like the shirt that... Um, uh, uh, Donald Glover was wearing in Solo. Um, we get to see, uh, obviously, the their Princess Leia is technically in this movie, uh, but they're not using CGI or anything like that. We're seeing uh, unused footage. I, I believe they said they're using footage from both uh, The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, and they kind of use that to kind of weave it into the story. So 
you know, they, they show a shot of her hugging Ray. Um, when you hear, and I think, you know, I mean, before we get to the, the big thing at the end, uh, you know, it's, it's Luke. It's a, it's a voiceover of Luke, but it's not like, it's not stuff that he said in other movies. It's not, uh, you know, saying like, you know, in other times they've, they've played Obi-Wan Kenobi, Obi-Wan Kenobi's voice. And even like in Force Awakens, you kind of hear his voice and, and when Ray's kind of having the flashback. And that's stuff that he said in Star Wars. You know, they're just recycling it. And then I think they even brought in Ewan McGregor to do a line or two or whatever. Um, but everything that Luke is saying in the trailer as a voiceover almost is, is new stuff, which, you know, leads us to believe, you know, it's not, you know, they didn't, they're not going to hire, they're not going to hire him to just be the voiceover guy. <laughs> you know, we're going to see Luke in the, um, you know, that we're even like, yeah, at the end of The Last Jedi, the, he literally says to fucking, uh, Kylo Ren, I'll see you around, kid. You know, I mean, yes, technically he's dead or, or, I mean, now there's, there's, there's super duper fans saying like, maybe he didn't die. Maybe he transported himself somewhere. No, he's dead. <laughs> I think it's safe to say that Luke Skywalker's dead as much as it breaks my heart, as much as I wish it's not going to happen. Um, but you know, we, we have a cinematic universe, which has established the fact that people can come back as ghosts. So we have Luke as a ghost. I mean, the last movie they had fucking Yoda as a ghost, you know, and even technically Darth Vader was at the end of Return of the Jedi because that's after he redeemed himself, you know, when when uh, when Luke is looking over and he sees Obi-Wan, Yoda, and Darth Vader. So technically, Darth Vader can be in this movie, or at least Anakin Skywalker, the ghost of Anakin Skywalker, can be in this movie. Uh, well, I've always, and I hope this happens, I hope they do this, even though I know some fans don't want to see what's uh, Hayden, Hayden Christensen, Christensen come back. So, I mean, that would be, now, mind you, nobody was expecting the ghost, the Yoda's ghost in the last Jedi. Nobody. Yeah. So when people saw that their fucking eyes came out of their head. So for us to see Hayden Christensen, and once again, I mean, you know, he gets a bad (laughs) fucking rap, but you know, he was in movies that were badly written. I don't think he's a bad actor. You know, George Lucas is just doesn't have, you know, when it comes to writing dialogue and stuff like that, you know, it's hard to be a good actor when you're given such shitty dialogue. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if we see Hayden Christensen and then the big fucking reveal. And, you know, uh, then, well, in the trailer, you know, you, you know, you see, you know, you see Finn, you see, um, uh, Poe Dameron, you see, then, uh, <coughs> then one part, they're walking on a planet and it's like the crashed remains of the Death Star. Yeah. You know, because, you know, the, the yeah, the Death Star kind of blew up or whatever, but, What's not to say that, you know, big, huge, giant chunks of the Death Star were just floating around in fucking space, you know, got pulled by the gravitational pull. I mean, it was it was a moon. It was the, the well, it was the moon of Endor, the Endor moon. Um, and and the Death Star itself was almost like a moon to that. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if that's Endor, which it would be funny if we see Ewoks in this movie. They didn't advertise it. But, you know, I mean, technically, I mean, the, the, the second Death Star was over Endor. We might see an Ewok in this movie. I mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised just as sort of like as everything. I mean, they're bringing back all this other shit as a, just a throwback to the fans, you know. Um, so and then the big fucking reveal, uh, because, you know, then Luke says, you know, no one's ever really gone. Then we hear the fucking emperor laughing. And let me tell you, I'm so glad that wasn't that wasn't spoiled for me. And once again, I'm saying this, you know, the week after the fucking thing came out. If you haven't seen the trailer yet, then fuck you. <laughs> You're not a fan of the show if you haven't watched the fucking Star Wars trailer. That's uh, true. Um, then you hear the Emperor laugh, 
And then what they did at Celebration was they showed the trailer and obviously people lost their fucking minds. And then I believe the the director, the actor's name who plays Palpatine, Ian McDermott, correctly, Ian McDermott, as the, as the lights come up, like after the trailer played, he's standing there, standing perfectly still. And then he picks up the microphone and he goes, play it again. You know, and like the like the Emperor's voice, you know, they're not going to, I mean, you know, this is obviously, we're going to see the Emperor again. He's going to be in this movie. <coughs> um, you know, so uh, if you, it allow me, if you'd allow me to just go through my fucking, my theories here. Real may quick. I, may I, uh, may oh, I just, because I know you're going to be long, so. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't know if this was in your notes, but I, I kind of did a little research. Um, they had an article, I think this was on comingsoon.net. <clears throat> um, what's his name? I, I can't think of his name off the top of my head that's directing this. Um, J.J. Uh, Abrams? J.J. Abrams basically had this idea about going to the Death Star. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to use this in episode, what was that, episode 7? Mm-hmm. But it never came to fruition. It looks like that's what they're going to do here. Yeah. Now, here's the the interesting part, is not only is are they probably using that but it looks like and i can't be sure but it looks like well and, and i'm sorry i'm sorry I, that was going to be a different theory sorry what i wanted to say was <clears throat> he went to george lucas yeah for this final version and talked to him and said what would you like to see and give me an idea of how you would end this yeah so yeah this, he, he got his blessing <laughs> yeah so basically george lucas's fingerprints are all over this last film Mm-hmm. so don't be surprised if you see something like you know see something familiar or whatnot ewoks. in this film so <laughs> maybe that why do you want to see ewoks i don't i'm not saying that look fucking toys sell you know they're cute if we got fuck we had fucking porgs in the last movie you know and then plus once again it's it's the, <laughs> if it's the second death star over the moon of endor uh that's the plan where the fucking ewoks were i mean <laughs> But go on, I'm sorry. The only other thing I wanted to say is, interestingly enough, and shitty for the movie theater industry, is that we're not going to see a Star Wars for a little bit after that. So, Which, in a way, is good because you want to build... You want... Look, we've had a movie every year. Uh, okay, and, you know, I mean, there, there was the plan. They were planning a third... Remember, it was going to be, you know, a, a saga movie. And then offshoot movies. So, you know, we had Rogue One, and then we, you know, we have Force Awakens, we have Rogue One. Then we had The Last Jedi, then we had Solo. Then, you know, we're going to have now what's called The Rise of Skywalker, and then whatever that third movie was going to be. And it was speculation that it was going to be an Obi Wan Kenobi movie. There was speculation that it was going to be a Yoda movie, uh, 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 a Boba Fett movie. Did they stop production on the the Obi Wan movie or no? I don't think they ever started. I think it's just because, I mean, and once, and, you know, I don't want to. I'm going to get angry if I talk about it, but you know, it's be, it, all the all the steam was taken out of the fucking the the train was because of fucking Last Jedi. Ryan Johnson ruined that fucking movie. He he, he of all the stuff that J.J. Abrams built up, you know, uh, of all the shit that J.J. Abrams built up in that fir- in the first movie, Ryan Johnson literally threw out. You know, the showing Luke's destroying. All right, all right, all right. Before you get into yeah. a rant, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying is. This fucking, this one or two minute trailer by, you know, this two minute trailer had more respect for the fucking saga 
Yeah. I, we saw more stuff from the original trilogy, and I know there's people. Oh, why do you have to rehash everything? It's not about rehashing, but you know, you know, the reason Star Wars has been Star Wars for the past forty years is because people have fallen in love with these characters, and 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 quite frankly, no one gives a shit. Uh, you know the, the the hardcore fans, yeah. Though no one gives a shit about Ray, no one gives a shit about Poe Dameron, no one gives a shit about uh, Finn, no one gives a shit about <laughs> Kylo Ren. You know the people who have been buying fucking Chewbacca coffee mugs have kept this fucking franchise alive for the past forty so, years. But I'm gonna. I know you're gonna start into this. <laughs> okay. So why do you think it's called Rise of the Skywalker? Rise okay. of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker, and that, I mean that. I've I've heard a couple of theories bounce around, and the, okay, so. The last movie was called The Last Jedi, and I think they're going to stick to that. They are going to The Last Jedi. Um, as the movie, as the TV series, Rebel, as a, a big chunk of, and once again, J.J. Abrams is going to respect Ryan Johnson's work. Unlike, unlike the opposite, Ryan Johnson didn't fucking give a shit about J.J. Abrams' fucking work. But J.J. Abrams said, you know what? I'm going to work with what I had, and here's my theory. And, and I was going to save this more towards the end, but here's my theory. I think <coughs> the movie is now going to focus on a gray Jedi, a middle Jedi, a Jedi mm. who is, works with both the, both the light and the dark. And like, that's why I call it a gray Jedi, um, where it's sort of, you know, it's it's because, you know, the Jedi were supposedly all good. But, you know, you couldn't get married. You couldn't have a kid. You couldn't, you know, you had yeah. to live like a fucking monk. And then then the opposite side, you got the guys who had unlimited, you know, who had all the unlimited power, but the Jedi, the Sith were so fucking evil and shit. Like, that's why the joke was, you know, uh, not the joke, the, the line, you know, always two there are, a master and an apprentice, because the Sith were so fucking evil that, you know, they couldn't coexist with each other. You know, they, 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 you know, <laughs> they killed each other off, uh, to the point where there was only, like, literally only two Sith at any fucking given moment. Um, so the, the new quote unquote Jedi Order, it's not going to be called the Jedi's, but they will be called the Skywalker. And it's sort of like, and and once again, in in both of these uh, movies, they said the Skywalker will bring <coughs> balance to the Force. Now, in the original trilogy, we thought it was going to be Luke Skywalker, and then then when George Lucas gave us the prequel trilogy, it realized no, it's Darth Vader that brings balance. Uh, so once again and what not while he's alive it's when he's dead or his his you know darth vader's last uh moments of his life was doing something heroic killing the emperor the, the ultimate evil and that redeemed his you know lack of a better term that's redeemed his soul for fucking killing the devil well know? see that's that's where i always say like i think he was ultimately the skywalker that changed the force because he was the one that killed the emperor which killed off the whole evil the all you know the dark side of the force and now by bringing balance that's why the Je- there's going to be no more jedi there's going to be no more sith it's going to be you know a, a a more balanced and once again it, why call them jedi if they're not going to be jedi so they're going to be yeah. called skywalk you know the once again mm. just totally you know this is totally my speculation but i'm just saying seeing how the even the cartoons have been trying to push the issue of like middle you know middle of the road force users you're um, talking about – I think I know who you're talking about. You're talking about uh, Hasoka being like more of a center of the road kind of – not Jedi but not Sith. I mean she was more of a Jedi but <clears throat> she was also like a Sith pretty much. I mean she wasn't – because she wasn't really following what the Jedi were doing. Yeah. Um, 
And oh my god, if we see and, and, Ahsoka in this movie. Oh, that that's where I was gonna go with this. Like I would fans love with jizz in their fucking pants. I would love to see a life uh you know, a, a real version of Ahsoka. I would love to see I'd love to see them bring in uh what's his name too? Um who's the guy, the kid that they focused rebels around? I can't think of his name. Um, oh uh See, I'm not the biggest fan of Rebels, so I can't. I forgot his. Well, name. so I mean, they, like they kind of name. basically Ezra. he Ezra. Ezra. So it would be interesting to see if Ezra has a has something to do with this. Mm. But I, I know you have your theories, but let me just get this out of the way. I kind of think we know. I I, I kind of think that I kind of think that she's a Skywalker. I think that's Luke's daughter. I think that. No, but she was training with Anakin. How was she? No, 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 no. You're, you're, you're not getting what I'm saying. Um, what's her name? There is. Oh, Ray. Luke's daughter. I think Ray is Luke's daughter. So you think, you think, while well, he was off, well, like he kind of betrayed his, his. Now, I mean, it just said that. He, I mean, apparently, he just admitted that Luke Skywalker wasn't a virgin. So, what, was that a thing? Did he say that? I mean, so, I, I don't know if he was joking about it, but he said that on Twitter, apparently. I mean, so I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's a hint. Because, okay, now, how that would fit in the storyline is because, you know, he was on that island for a long time, but then again, uh, Kylo Ren is older than Rey, so he could have knocked somebody up before he lost Kylo. Because, you know, he, he went to the island and went into fucking, you know, he went into hiding after, you know, he, you know, Kylo fucking burnt down the fucking whole Jedi Academy or whatever the fuck that, you know, where that, where they were training. I don't know. So I, I, he could have before then, you know, popped one off and you know <laughs> a girl well you're probably gonna friend. say this but if you know the coming soon.net came up with this theory the one ship looks like the ship that dropped ray off on that mm-hmm. planet when she was a kid so mm-hmm. she's gonna get to meet her parents so you know what's to say that luke isn't her parent well there's to say well no because you know I mean? they're bringing in carrie russell into them and carrie russell you know jj abrams worked with her on that show felicity and that's how that's her connect. But yeah, I mean, Carrie Russell, she's young enough where she can play herself in what's going to be the flashbacks being popping out, uh, popping out Ray. Yeah. And then it'll that'll be the flashback. And then when we see her in the movie, she's going to be Luke's age. They're going to age yeah. her up, you know, so we'll see Carrie Russell with with old age makeup. And, 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 you know, but when they go to the flashback, it'll be the Carrie Russell that we know the young. I mean, she's not super young but i'm saying i mean she's like you know you know late 30s or whatever you know we'll see you know because you know they had to drop off the kid because the kid was you know and once again it kind of fits the storyline with anakin skywalker anakin skywalker was born to a fucking slave woman who who who, uh, out of the out of the force and 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 as the comic books have recently said uh it was the emperor who made uh anakin skywalker the emperor kind of <laughs> he used the force to make his mom pregnant i mean let's just you know this you know fucking you know immaculate conception fucking you know so i would think that you know uh you know maybe luke you know luke had a little fling with this girl carrie russell back when they were still young uh carrie russell had his kid and and you know maybe hid it from him the same way anakin was you know the same way luke was hidden from his father maybe she hid uh ray from him and you know he, he he never felt Ray in the Force because he was blocked off on that island for all those years. You know, right around the time he was becoming a daddy, you know, uh, <coughs> all, you know, 
he goes into fucking hiding because his nephew, you know, his nephew fell, fell to the dark side and he went into fucking, you know, become a hermit. So that's why he never knew that his daughter was, you know, and then, you know, maybe you know, with him being so fucking upset that he lost his nephew to the dark side when he met his daughter. He's like, I'm not going to fucking, you know, I'm going to train her, but I'm not really going to train her because I don't want her to have the life that I had. It was nothing but disappointment down the line. Right. Um, okay. Or, I mean, or maybe Luke does come back. Who knows? I think he's going to be a force ghost. He's going to be the Obi-Wan Kenobi of this movie. The, I, mean, I mean, you know, what did Obi-Wan Kenobi said? Obi-Wan Kenobi said to Darth Vader, if you strike me down now, you kill me now, you're going to make me more powerful than you could power, possibly imagine. Why? Because as just a man, you know, he can only do so much. As a Force ghost, he can be anywhere. He can go anywhere. He could talk to Luke. He could give Luke advice. He could tell Luke to go see Yoda. He could help Luke fucking focus himself to shoot the fucking Death Star, you know, in the exhaust port. So I think Luke is going to come back. We're going to see Luke, but as a ghost. We're not going to see any kind of physical manifestation. Now, they're going to go see the Death Star. Where the fuck did the where did the Emperor die? The Emperor died in the Death Star. His fucking, uh, you know, Darth Vader threw him down that long shaft. <coughs> felt he, he probably physically died. But also, like, you know, when that much concentrated evil, you know, you may have killed his physical form, but now he's kind of a ghost. You know, I would, for the lack of a better term, that hunk of the Death Star, I bet you is going to be, and I hate to use the word, haunted. Like, his, like... Oh, yeah. Like, there's going to be a Sith ghost. Now, the whole thing is, George Lucas said years ago, there's not gonna, there's no such thing as Sith ghosts. Or, you know, for the you know the same way there's, for, there's Force ghosts, there's Jedi ghosts, but there's no such thing as Sith ghosts. And I think that's this is why J.J. Abrams wanted to talk to him and said, you know, now, and once again, I'm going to get super nerdy on you for a second. In the, in, um, in the Empire Strikes Back, when Luke goes to see Yoda, and then Yoda, he goes into the cave, and in the cave... Uh, he, he, you know, he fights Darth Vader, but then Darth Vader's helmet comes off and it's Luke's face. You know, it was like a weird force vision. Um, uh, I think that area, some, a powerful Sith had it probably died in that area. And that's why Yoda chose that planet because, uh, it's hard for the, the Emperor couldn't find Yoda because this, that planet for the, the, that planet was quote unquote haunted. And so I think. That the last section, uh, that that part of the section of the of the Death Star where the Emperor died, and where his body was, where it burnt up or whatever, it's almost haunted. That's where his ghost is, and it's going to be a very fucking evil place. And maybe they go and they find it. Maybe you know they're they're looking for Luke Skywalker's fuck. You know they're looking for they're looking for uh, the hand. <laughs> you know, well not no, he loses his hand in part two. Um, <laughs> but I'm saying is you know they find that part and and. I think what we're going to see is we're going to have the Force Ghost of Luke fighting the Sith Ghost of Palpatine, you know. And who know, and what would be the greatest thing is if at the last minute, you know, Luke is down for the count and Palpatine's going to win and then fucking Anakin pops out of fucking nowhere. Like, oh no, you're not going to do that to my kid, you know. Um, so, you know, so even if Anakin's in the movie for like five minutes, like, yeah, we forgot about Anakin! Ah! Um, so that, you know, I do think there's going to be... And then how cool would it be where... <clears throat> Okay, so Luke is good, right? Let's just say Luke is a good guy, and he's helping Ray out. But, right. but but he's not. Now let's just let's go with let's go with the theory that he's not related to Ray. Let's just go with that for now. So he's helping a girl that's not even his kid or or related to him. But Kylo Ren is related to him. He's Kylo Ren's uncle. But then but you got Palpatine on the dark side, 
helping out Kylo Ren. So when the end of the movie, you'll have Kylo fighting Rey in physical form, and then Luke fighting fucking Palpatine in the fucking Force, you know, Force Ghost. So it's sort of like, you know, uh, you know, from, from the original movie, they called it the Duel of the Fates. You know, the the Kora Mata Kora Ratama. So, um, <laughs> so it how great would it be if they brought that song back? And uh, so, you know, it'll be Rey fighting Kylo in the physical realm, Luke fighting Palpatine in the spiritual realm, and just fucking just utter. Um, yeah. Uh, so let me. Well, on, so, I mean, <clears throat> see, you're, you're, you're kind of leaving out something that you're forgetting about here. I'm going to bounce off of your theory a little bit. Okay. Episode three, the Emperor was at an opera. <laughs> you were you kind of being an opera right there for a minute. Yeah. Um, he was he was they were at like a whatever kind of opera Mm -hmm. and he's telling him about darth plagueis and how he was able to bring people back to life Mm -hmm. what if palpatine is was able to bring himself back to life somehow Mm -hmm. or or he taught someone to bring him back to life and that's why he's alive or even, or actually, even better, Kylo Ren somehow tries to bring Palpatine back to life. And maybe he succeeds, or maybe it is just like a Force ghost or something. Something where he's <clears throat> somehow involved. Mm-hmm. So the reason why, because there's got to be a reason why they're going to this planet and going to the Death Star. They're not just going to the Death Star to be like, oh, let's reminisce about the past. No, 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 no. <laughs> Obviously... <clears throat> there's going to be a reason why Kylo Ren or why, why they're going, why Ray and all the people are going to this, this, uh, the death star, the broken death star. So my thought is you got Kylo Ren who worshiped his grandfather, Darth Vader. So then you sit there and you go, okay, so he worshiped Darth Vader. Now he is Darth Vader so what's the natural what's the next natural progression? I want to figure out how to become an even bigger Sith. So how do I do that? Well, I'm going to go to the Death Star and see if I can somehow either figure out get information or maybe in the process um figure out how to bring back Palpatine. Or maybe he is trying to bring back Darth Vader, who knows. Mm-hmm. You know that that might be that might be the thing. Maybe maybe he and this would this would be interesting. <clears throat> Maybe in the process he tries to bring back he try he brings back Darth Vader, but brings back Palpatine by accident. Yeah, and Pal- Palpatine's manipulating him to think he's bringing back Darth, and he's and actually he's bringing back Palpatine. Palpatine. Yeah, because he's, he's he's playing on his weaknesses because right. it's all we all know that you know he he's trying to live in the in the. Uh, He's trying to live in the in the shadow of his grandfather, and and Palpatine. Oh, right. just go and do grab this, and you know all you need is some of these or whatever. And then it's like maybe, maybe there is a Force ghost of of Palpatine. <clears throat> Excuse me. Maybe that's how it all ties in, because he sits there and he basically says, "You want him back? This is how you do it." Mm-hmm. And then through that process, he brings back Palpatine. Mm-hmm. And then somehow, and that's why I'm saying like Luke <laughs> never really fought Palpatine. Mm-hmm. So let's say that, let's say that Luke does is still alive. Mm-hmm. Like out of the blue, somehow he comes back. Ah, finally after ten thousand years, I'm free. No, no, that's, that's, that's Rita Repulsa. 
That would be funny though if if, if Luke Skywalker <laughs> turned into a Power Ranger. Um, <laughs> now we're going way off the off the scale. But do you do you see what that you see where I'm connecting the dots here? Like that would make a little bit more sense to me. But what I'm more interested in is why are they going to that Death Star? You know what I mean? There's yeah. got to be a reason why they're going to the Death Star in the first place. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to think about this. Obviously, what does the Death Star have to do with Rey or any of those guys? It has nothing to do with them. What does it have to do with Kylo Ren? He wants to figure out things from the past. And what better place to go to than the Death Star? Yeah, because I mean, maybe if, that, if that's where Darth Vader was living, maybe he had something in his room. I mean, you know, it's, 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 I mean, it sounds corny, but you know, you know, he had a special box. He had a secret box in his room. I mean, and, and you got to remember, like in Episode Eight, he never really—they were just chasing the rebels, basically. And I mean, they weren't the rebels, but you know what I mean. They were just chasing people around the whole time. And then once he killed. Uh, Snoke, which I would still like to have some backstory on Snoke, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, he became the leader. What if, and, 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 you know, what if Palpatine was manipulating Snoke and then wasn't expect, you know, and the same way the Emperor got betrayed, fucking Snoke got betrayed. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, you know, just, just throwing that out there, you know, like, you know, cause, you know, Snoke looked like he went through some shit also. Like, you know, he had the big gash in his head. Like, he looked like somebody that, you know, was taught the Darth yeah. Plagueis secret of, of surviving some something horrible, and he probably got a fucking lightsaber to the face and somehow still survived. I don't know. Just throwing that out there. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, there, there's a lot of theories, honestly. I mean, my thought process is, is if the Force is that strong, what's to say that a Jedi or even a Sith could even be in physical form for a set amount of time? Because if you're telling me that a Jedi is more powerful when he's in the ghost form, then what's to say that with that quote unquote power, he can't come back into a physical form if just for a limited time. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So it's going to be interesting to see how that all comes together. I mean, they also teased Qui-Gon Jinn being a force ghost. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, are you going to bring him in? I mean, there's a lot of possibilities here. I mean, they want to wrap this up in a nice little tight bow because the whole next trilogy is going to have nothing to do with the original trilogy. I've heard – oh, actually, and by the way, you, you do realize that they're working on Knights of the Old Republic, right? Well, that's – to the best of my knowledge, that's a rumor. It's the guys um, It's the guys from uh, Game of Thrones, the, Ryan Johnson as a director. And right. it's, it's sort of like – I'm so burnt out on Ryan Johnson right now. You know, the you know, I don't. I, I'm not excited about that trilogy at all because if because if Ryan Johnson's connected to it, I don't fucking want anything to do with it. They, they would have to do fucking. They would have to do a backflip over a fucking Tie Fighter for me to fucking give a shit <laughs> about you know. And 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 the whole thing is, it's a smart move. There are a lot of fans of those video games. You know, a lot of people wanted want those movies to be made. You know, uh, there's enough, uh, material to draw from. I mean, of course, I'm pretty sure they'll probably do their own thing. You know, they don't have to, but I mean, they can make enough winks and nods to the original video game that people love. Uh, you know, and you can give us Darth Bane and you can give us, um, I know there was another, there was like two Darths that are like really big from that series, but you know, they can, you know, they could kind of give us those characters, but you know, rewrite them in their own way. Uh, but I am not. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, that this as of episode nine, that is the end of the quote unquote Skywalker saga. And, yeah. you know, and of course, yeah, it totally makes sense if they went because all these look what, what did they do with Rogue One. What did they do with Soleil? They went into the past, 
you know, and it, like some they're always scared of going into the future. Well, okay, let's go fucking two thousand years well, into the past and show Knights of the Old Republic, where you can have you know an army of of Jedi's, you can have an army of Sith. I mean, you know? I mean, I I think that they're gonna go into. Um, I think they said that the the next trilogy is going to be after all of this. Oh, but they were also talking about how Knights of the Old Republic was going to be a separate movie. I think that's a good place to start. I mean, it's not a bad idea. But um, getting back to what we were talking about with Star Wars, I mean, um, Episode Nine. It's just going to be very like that's that's where I'm kind of like I'm really interested to know why they're going to this Death Star. I think that's going to be the center of the story. Yeah. Like uh, why are they, they going have to get there before Kylo gets there? You know. Right. You know now that and that's Palpatine be the is interesting part. I, I mean now that Snoke is dead. But I mean, this, I think they said this takes place like months and months. Like, it's not exactly right after. Like, the Force, like, the last Jedi happened right after. The last Jedi happened right after The Force Awakens because it literally begins with the scene of Rey handing Luke the, the lightsaber. Um, but I think right. this takes months later, but, you know, maybe, you know, something, something, you know, there's a race to get to whatever the hell's there, you know, because, you know, Darth Vader left his fucking, you know, his diary on the Death Star and, you know, and, 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 you know, they have to get, you know, and once again, I just, I'm making a, I'm making, I'm making a joke, but I'm saying, you know, we have to get Darth Vader's fucking special secret magic box that, you know, that helps, you know, make you live forever and, and, and get, you know, and it's like, oh, and he, they find out about it and like, oh shit, Kylo Ren found out about it. We got to get there before he does, you know, and then, you know, and all the boxes, well, you know, it's Palpatine I mean, saying, for ah, me, let me out, I'm free. No. <laughs> for me, there's something, maybe something... You know, the more that I think about it, because they kind of started talking about this in Rebels, which made more sense, mm-hmm. was um, these, like, Jedi trinkets and these Sith trinkets that, you know, unlock other powers. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something in the Death Star that the Emperor had, or even Darth Vader had, and that's kind of, you know, what they're trying to get. And if they don't get to it first and stop Kylo Ren from getting it, it could it could balance the power, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it there's there's got to be something in that Death Star, the, the reason why they're going there, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, there's probably going to be a big battle in this at some point. Yeah, I mean, it's um, going to be the last movie. I mean, <laughs> it's called Star Wars. There better be a fucking battle. <laughs> you know, in, in my mind, I just see it more as, you know, the duel of the fates, you know. The, in my mind, in my in what they call headcanon, in, in the world that I see, it's, it's, it's Rey versus Kylo. At the same time, Luke versus Palpatine, spiritual world. You know, I mean, there, there's, there's going to be. I mean, obviously, while they're doing this, there's going to be another battle going on. They, they have oh, to yeah. bring human beings, and there's going to be X-wings and Tie Fighters, and the First Order versus the Resistance, and all that shit. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they're going to have all that going on. But you know, I don't care about those people. <laughs> I don't care about uh, Dexter Jetster and 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 I don't know. Fucking all those guys. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you know, I want to see Kylo versus Rey, Luke versus Palpatine, and I want to see shit flying because there's Sith fighting. I want to see fucking Force lightning. I want to see fucking broken lightsabers. You know, I want to see. I want to see it all. But that's just once again. It's just my. I mean, it, it's just going to be very interesting to me to see. You know, I, I want to know who Rey's parents are. If she is a Skywalker, how did that happen? And obviously that's got to be loose kid. And then you know what is this Death Star going to do with it? Yeah. Now let me just uh, now uh, 
Now remember, you know, Anakin came from nothing. Anakin was the son of a slave. Right. In The Last Jedi, they said her parents were nobodies. Her parents were, you know, junk traders. I sold her off for drinking. I wouldn't be surprised if there was another convergence of the Force. Like she, she's from the, she's from the same convergence of the Force that made Anakin Skywalker. You know, it, it made Anakin, and and once again, it was the as the Emperor behind it. What's not to say that Snoke and his prime maybe Snoke helped make Rey, you know, to kind of like to... Now, mind you, okay, now let me just throw this out theory out there, you know, because I... And, and trust me, yeah, it would be nice to know that Luke got a piece of ass before he died, uh, you know, instead of being the fucking hero of everything and never got asked. But, you know, uh, you know, Snoke made Rey the same way Palpatine <clears throat> made Anakin. And then while he made Rey, then he found Kylo Ren. He found Ben Solo, you know, and sort of like, oh, why should I wait on this other chick? That I got to wait for her to grow up before I make her powerful when I can take a fucking a member of the Luke, of the Skywalker family, Anakin's grandson, and fucking, you know, it's easier for me to corrupt him than to, you know, work on my own person, <laughs> you know, and instead of always trying to cut corners anyway. So, you know, like he sort of just like, you know, Fuck it, you know. Let's let's. I mean, it, it would be interesting. I mean, I, I think I think we're kind of on the same. I think what would be interesting because it's not really explained why Kylo changes into a you know why he becomes a Sith. Yeah, they say he idolizes his grandfather, but it's then it's like, yeah, but your grandfather was also a Jedi. Well, no, but it's that whole scene mm-hmm. where like where he wakes up and he sees Luke with the lightsaber over him, like he's gonna kill him. And that kind of like made him like lose faith in being a Jedi. Now, mind you, I want to rewind to where I was. There's still going to be Carrie Russell in it, and Carrie Russell, in my opinion, is still going to be Ray's mom. But it'll, I think, it's going to be that she was born in a you know con- confluence of the Force, and like you know, she thought her mom was dead, but she wasn't. Her mom just ran away because she was a scared woman or whatever. Um, but I'm sorry, <laughs> you know. But as for as for as for you know, uh, you know, Kylo Ren was being manipulated by Snoke. You know, Snoke was. I think Snoke was reaching out to him the same way like Kylo Ren was doing the the Force projection, like when they were talking <clears throat> to each other. I think he was trying to corrupt uh, Kylo Ren from far away, and then you know, then when when there was that scene where you know Luke you know had the lightsaber over Kylo, and Kylo thought Luke was trying to kill him. You know, that was the, the, like, the straw that broke the camel's back. And he's like, okay, you know, and I'm fucking, you know, fuck being good. I'm going to kill everybody. You know, he was, he was being groomed to be evil. And then that was just the last final straw the you know, the misunderstanding. And then, you know, <clears throat> and then living in the shadow of his. Grandpa. Yeah. But you see, the problem is, is where we, you know, what would happen? See, my thing is, is, and granted, I didn't see a lot of episode eight. So, um, lucky. <laughs> Um, the thing is, is I, I, I feel like, I feel like maybe what happened was, and again, I could be wrong, you know, Snoke was, I mean, we, we always, we were talking about before how Snoke could have been Darth Plagueis. So, mm-hmm. and you know, let, let's just, let's just throw it out there. Let's just say that Snoke really is Darth Plagueis. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're only allowed to use the force to bring yourself back once. And Snoke never used it on himself, but as you were pointing out, Snoke looked like he went through fucking hell. Mm-hmm. Maybe what happened was is he was able to make him cast something that would make him he could only die once. So he died, but was brought but he brought him like, you know, twenty four hours later he was back to life again. 
So let's say he was hiding, like you had said in you know podcasts that we've been talking about Star Wars before. Um, when we were talking about episode seven, let's say that, you know, basically he was waiting for Palpatine to die and Palpatine basically somehow was a force ghost and um, he found out that Snoke was alive. So he corrupted, you know, he corrupted uh, Han's son hmm. and basically was putting all these ideas in his head to for to change him into like he did with Anakin. And we come to find out that that's who's been behind this this whole time you know he's the one that's been like yeah you need to you know you should worship your your father because he was a great sith or his your grandfather because he was a great sith and then you need to you need to strike down you need to strike down snoke because you become even more powerful Mm -hmm. and then now he's gonna say i know how to bring back i know how to bring myself back it's your job to go get my to go to the Death Star and bring me back, and that's why Ray and them stop him, because if they don't, Palpatine's gonna come back. All right, so uh, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this one last theory out there, and then I think we should wrap it up. Yeah. Um, okay, they leapfrog each other. Okay, so there's Plagueis and there's Palpatine. Plagueis is the teacher. Palpatine. Plagueis gets killed for the lack of a better term. Not really dead, but he gets killed. Palpatine. Yeah. Palpatine rises to power. Uh, Plagueis is still there in the background, hiding in shadows. Palpatine gets killed. Plagueis comes back as Snoke. Yep. Now, Snoke gets killed. <laughs> now, Palpatine's back. <laughs> Guess who's back? Back again. So, it's sort of like th- they both, they're both kind of playing each other, you know, waiting for the other one to die. And then, like, but now they're, you know, now Plagueis is really dead. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's that's the thing that that I think because we've never really seen. Okay, you were talking about this theory about bringing somebody back to life, mm-hmm. but before the Emperor could do anything with, I mean, think about this. It, let's say the Emperor knew how to bring somebody back to life. Okay, um, but it had to be just before they died. Okay, but see, here's the also the other problem. Anakin was so powerful. That if you remember, he was actually the result of why, you know, obviously what's um, Padme died because it was such a stress on her that she died. Because if you remember, the the robots said like there's nothing wrong with her, like she's giving childbirth, she's not. There's nothing wrong with her. She shouldn't be dying. So, you know, Anakin was actually the reason why she died. And that's probably why he was never able to bring her back. But he also, but Palpatine also knew that if he brought back Padme, that Anakin could be switched back to the dark, the the light side. So there was no, there was no like in for him. There was no like, okay, this will help Anakin. No, 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 no. This isn't going to help Anakin. So fast forward to now, he's going to try to bring himself back to life. And if he does bring himself back to life, that's when I want to see. Like I was saying, like, see if these Jedi come back into physical form. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. if you're saying that if you're saying that the Sith can come back to life using a power, <coughs> what's to say that a Jedi that's a ghost can't be in physical form for a day? Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think we're on to a theory here. It's a good theory. <laughs> I think it, I think you need to write an article, Chris. I think you need to. So... Yeah, we're coming up on two hours here, so... Yeah. So, let's wrap it up. That's, That's what, what she, she said. said. Or Please. not. 
<laughs> please visit two strangers one podcast.net where you can find all things show related you can find links to our itunes page if you have an iphone an ipad or ipod you can subscribe to us on itunes if you don't have an iphone or ipad or ipod you can subscribe to us on the stitcher app that's s-t-i-t-c-h-e-r the stitcher app for android devices um that's what i use to listen to all my podcasts i listen to the listen later and available offline Uh, my life has changed recently so i don't travel as much as i used to but when i did and i was on my way to work and stuff like that uh, i would listen to podcasts that way so i don't kill my kill my battery or kill my data Download them while you're in a Wi-Fi spot. Listen to them while you're out on the go. Um, podcasts that I listen to, you know, uh, you know, Kevin Smith's Modcast. Uh, I listen to this one called Legion of Skanks. Uh, Star Talk with Neil deGrasse Tyson. They're all available on Stitcher. And, of course, Paul's other baby, the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. All That's of these right. shows are available on Twitter. Or you can go directly, directly to our hosting site at SoundCloud uh, on on all platforms uh soundcloud i do make the episodes available for download uh so you can uh, check us out there on soundcloud you could download them from there if you want to if you don't want to go through itunes or stitcher um we want your money we need your money and one day i'm going to set up a patreon now that i have a car and things are a little different I, I could actually get to the post office without having to get on the bus and being a real pain in the ass and i could actually set up real actual physical rewards for people uh but until then it takes two seconds to share and like us on facebook facebook.com slash two strangers one podcast all spelled out this is our seven years seven years of doing this people um uh share and like our page it takes two seconds to share this episode like this episode uh post this episode like our page uh any kind of interaction is always good for the algorithm let's 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 learn from the russians and <laughs> let's learn from the the hackers and the russians and learn that once we get uh, activity online i mean i don't have a hundred thousand dollars to get to facebook so uh you know I, I have to rely on you people to uh share and like us on facebook um you can write to us at two strangers one podcast all spelled out at gmail.com once again that's two strangers one podcast all spelled out and on uh at gmail.com. I was just double checking again to make sure Oscar hasn't written us, but you can in the past. And a shout out to Chris Mounts who written to us in the past. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Stranger Podcast. And uh, you could also find us on YouTube. Uh, for the episodes that aren't on SoundCloud, uh, you can go back and find the other like five years worth of podcasts on, on, on YouTube. Just go on YouTube, search for Two Strangers One Podcast. Uh, you could look up my Stranger Vlogs, which I have like two more Stranger Vlogs that, uh, that I just haven't edited yet. I'm going to get to it. I've just been busy at work and stuff like that. Um, you can listen to my audiobook. That's also on our YouTube page, uh, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road. Uh, so you can listen to that. And then let's just say you like my audiobook so much, you could actually go out and buy my physical book, uh, Double Jackpot. That's on lulu.com, uh, lulu.com. Just search for Chris Cologne, Double Jackpot. Uh, you can find all that there. And I'm trying to um, – <coughs> I acquiesce the 40. All right. So you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. You can email me, paulbiscrillo at tsunamifaithful.com. And uh, I have Instagram, instagram.com slash paulbiscrillo. And, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. I mean, I don't have so many as Chris does, but whatever. And the eBay, I, I stopped doing eBay because, once again, I went on a trip. I went down to New York City to go visit some family. And, you know, and, and see, things are different now that I have a car because when I didn't have the car, I mean, I don't mind selling stuff on eBay, but it was always a fucking pain in the ass to get on the bus, go to the post office, to take the bus back home. Now I have my car. 
I could take a five, you know, five minute drive. I'm at the, at the post office and, and take care of that. So, uh, the eBay page will be back up and running soon. Uh, like I said, I just put it down because it was, it was just such a headache just to, just to get to the goddamn post office, especially, you know, I mean, now the weather's getting nice. I want to go out and get outside. I don't, you know, I don't want to go trudge through the snow, you know, to sell somebody, you know, some of the stuff, you know, I got at Comic-Con. So, um. Uh, the eBay page will be back up and running. Sit. I certainly, we certainly hope you guys guys had as much fun listening as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. Bye. You should be fat. I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road. Gonna... Shh, shh, shh. Insert insert emperor laugh. All right, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want you double jackpot? What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne smells good to me. (laughs) (laughs) Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee. But it is spelled C-O-L-O-N. Him punny. But (laughs) (laughs) Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with a materialistic Lynette. Oh. Fucking, are you sure I didn't write this? Uh, I, I, sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Well, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia! Is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. Alright. Both Lynette and, uh, Nadia. Play the double jackpot, the largest payout in Lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer. She got some summer reading. Uh, Christopher uh, Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. Is this? I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like, hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. <laughs> this is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think it is? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2. Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show, I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook a motherfucker up! Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be honest with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, and if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. That's lulu.com. I understand that. I just want to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it. Still, lulu.com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15, and a PDF file is only 5 bucks. Five dollars is yeah. insanely inexpensive. Fifteen's not even that bad for a hard, for a paperback version. No. This is a million dollar idea right here. 
like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on. Come, I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm going to make that smelly joke. I all. know. You're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information at Chris Cologne. Like a motherfucker. I will and his totally book, read this. Double jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. And you could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex sells. <laughs> Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out.